It's View From 202, a New York Red Bulls fan podcast available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and direct from our website, viewfrom202.com. Hey yo, good morning America, good morning Erica, who gave me good head while watching Good Morning America, good day New York. Episode 107 of View From 202, after a 2-2 draw in Vancouver, come from behind, uh, last gasp, equalizer from Danny Royer, the second goal of the night. It's Britt Peaches and Sam. How are you guys? I'm all right. How are you? Fine, considering it's a Monday. Um, all, all Mondays are bastards. Um, okay, so, lasagna cat. Yeah. You can just call me by name, all right? Um, but uh, it's, a, it's a Monday recording because of the big week we have ahead. We're two games in this one week. Really, really three games in a short turnaround here, but... Derby on Wednesday, of course, and uh, the older Derby, the old rivalry on Sunday against D.C. at home. So, let's not get too far ahead, though. Vancouver, how how did you guys enjoy this game, this fair game out out in B.C. place? Peaches, did it square with with your experience did, of, uh, of sitting in B.C. place? Did you get a feeling of longing? Hangs of nostalgia from the seats in, in your beloved Vancouver. I I only recognize one uh, home team at BC Place. Is it the Lions or whatever the hell they're called? The, the Canadian the national C- team. Well, or the uh, the curlers. I, I the guess curlers now team. that I think do they do about, do they do arena football there? Probably. Yeah. So now that I think about it, it, I probably think have a lacrosse team. This too. goes different ways. Um, I was going to say the Canada men's national team, but. I think CFL is really the way to go here, right? I, I do think that is the primary tenant. I didn't realize that they have red seats at BC Place. Yeah, isn't it kind of weird? That new? I saw that on I saw it on TV. And what? I, I thought they were like pockets of Red Bull fans. Wait, wait. Yeah. What, what if we just did a swap with yeah. BC Place? We give them our blue seats. Just, right. Yeah. The well, problem is the red seats that they give us would be too small. Well, for their us. seats would be worth 0.75 an American seat. Oh you know, uh, yeah. No, but they're actually smaller. Really? Like, the seats are really narrow at BC Place. It's weird. It's the thinner air as you go uh, further up on top of our flat disc of an earth. But it just gets thinner on the edges. Everyone knows this. It's it's like a record. um, You know, how it tapers off at the end. But, um, yeah, it's it's another draw in Vancouver. I feel like Vancouver is just a very it's a consummate draw fixture for us, right? I feel like we've just drawn not, them like not, not recently though. The last I mean, we had the high profile loss in twenty sixteen, right? The very first game Fif- that season. Fifteen. Yeah. That was fifteen. Oh, though, no, oh was you mean you mean the CCL game? Uh no, I'm thinking of the one where like Brad missed his penalties. Oh, the two PKs. Yeah, and then like that was the beginning of the end, and then Sasha got 16. a red card. That was no, that was fifteen because uh, twenty sixteen and seventeen we won the last two matchups. We I thought we won at home, and I thought we. I we guess there won was that time where we road. had. I guess sixteen was when we hadn't won on the road like all season, and we went out to Vancouver and got our first road win. Seventeen was only last year, it's and we weird. won. Okay. So you know, I remember that because that was the one. Like, the the one in 2016 was when like Christian Teixeira missed like oh no Hurtado. It was Hurtado yeah, who missed yeah. like like at least ten good opportunities uh, on goal, and, and so that was crazy. But I think that was, was at was, BC plays. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but I think it was the one prior to that. That was the one with Brad missing the penalties. Okay. 
I and think. Then, yeah, I guess it, I guess that must have been it. Yeah. I remember the Eric Hurtado one because I was sitting and watching a Mariners game. And then on my phone, I was streaming the Red Bulls game. No, that makes sense because then, yeah, because 2014 was when he got his golden boot. And, um, well, he got it in 15 too, right? But He got it in 16 too. Oh, okay. Yeah. But in, that was the last time he really took penalties. And 15 is when he stopped. And that was because of the Vancouver game, pretty much. That makes sense, yeah. Okay. So I guess we haven't really drawn yeah, Vancouver that, was, that so much. I, I just looked it up. Um, and yeah, it was the 2015 game when Sasha gets a yellow or a red card in the, in the 11th minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're down a man. Um, and then, uh, Brad misses the penalty. Brad misses two penalties. So he misses the penalty early and then question gets the red card and then he misses another penalty. And then Anatole Bong scores in the 83rd minute, wow. but we still lose two to one. Man, I thought it was more by by more than that that one Jeez. sucked because i remember we were sitting in the in the upper bowl and there was like this little like gaggle of vancouver fans who were like uh, right above the south ward and it was really weird to see them there and it was like a bunch of like middle-aged uh uh like just adults men and women uh, yeah canadians and they were just like all there in their vancouver garb and and like when uh they won they were glo- just gloating like motherfuckers i just remember that like really sinking in because i think that was like we were like sitting in 202 pretty comfortably i think at that point do you remember a jealousy over a certain mr tim parker at the time uh even playing for them in 2015 time time is time is a fuck it's very hard actually that's it (laughs) time is a fuck fuck. there will be uh we have the technology let's see no there will be a quest no let's just move on let's actually talk about this year's game (laughs) it was waston and ka remember ka Pamoru oh, Ka. Isn't yeah. he on the coaching Mother staff fucker. somewhere? He was, I have no idea. That, that, he was very infuriating to watch. Man, I'm impressed you were able to Google that so easily. Whenever I try to Google previous results, it like... Yeah, it was like... You're it was, just a bad it Googler. Was, I mean, maybe it's that. It was... I just searched in in Google and it, ha- it still had like the lineups and everything like well, in the, the Google MLS like search website. bar. After a certain point, the MLS website just like doesn't work. I think, had I to think buy like, a Google phone just so he can get better at Google. And it got worse. <laughs> Apparently. All right, so we we started this game with a goal. We were winning almost from the very beginning. That was a nice goal. Brad returns to his uh, early season playmaking from the right phase. Right, <laughs> felt like a felt like a um, CCL, a flashback. That was such an odd like. I don't know what the goalkeeper should have been doing there. He, I, I Did mean, he just go off his line too late. In this goal. It was re- it was like yeah it was pretty bad yeah like everything was just kind of off timing wise right the defense the goalkeeper yep I get I mean I guess Brad played it earlier than anyone expected but then um, I mean I, yeah I guess the goalkeeper didn't really commit Marinovic like right yeah yeah. Uh, yeah he it was it was like a, it was a combination of that but then both defenders were just really slow to like mm-hmm. to try to clear it and I feel like there was this like split second hesitation by the whoever is not Kendall Waston. Mm-hmm. Um, who's the other? I don't know. I don't remember. Mond. Um, That's a guy. Yeah. I think it's, <laughs> I, th- I think it's him. Uh, it was him and then uh, Marinovich. And um, uh, I think they both just kind of let it squeak right between them. And then Roy is there for the tap in. 
That's funny. I didn't even really... Someone should have called for that ball. Well, yeah, it looks like a la- it looked like a lack of communication, but I just chalked it up to Brad's perfect ball that was hit. I mean, it was a good ball. Time. It was just, but like it you, you watch it, and it's just like dribbling through. Yeah. Right. It was. It surprised <laughs> me that it went through, and, and it found it found Royer's feet moves at all whenever we play on turf. So, <laughs> I mean, good on Royer for being there. I, I mean, yeah. I knew I knew it was particularly bad because uh, one of the one of the consequences of watching the game from so I went home home uh, back to visit the family, uh, but on the on our TV on blast was Shep Messing who was just totally <laughs> grilling uh, Vancouver the whole game, but specifically on this play, he said it was the keeper's fault the entire time. It was just really poor play. Shep is really hard on keepers, though. To be fair, he is because mm-hmm. uh, he was one. Yeah, did yeah did you know he played with Pele? <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, it was pretty rough. We once watched Georgia Canalia eat five entire chickens <laughs> and then head their carcasses into the goal. It was a crazy time. Now I tell you what, Britt. <laughs> um, but it was not, it was not for long. We concede to the aforementioned Kendall Waston on a corner. Not, mm. not much analysis needed here, folks. Can we talk about zonal marking? Sure. Do you think, do you think it's to blame? I, I, I think that, um, it was pretty bad um, or pretty noticeable. Uh, the question then becomes like, I feel like I never noticed our, our, us zonal marking until this match, mostly because of the obvious error that, you know, of, of us conceding. Yeah. Um, but like, uh, have we always been doing that? I, you're, I mean, I Cause like it's one of those things you kind of like take really, for granted. Yeah. It's like, uh, cause we haven't given up a ton of right. uh, goals off of headers no. Um, uh, from set from corner kicks. It's, if it's if anything, it's it's it gets uh, kicked out to the edge of the box and something happens out there. Um, but like I, I feel like I didn't. I've never seen that. You're right. Season. I hadn't I, thought about it yet. I think so the fact that we're not until this game, or the fact that we haven't thought about it until now, says that it's been pretty effective no matter what we've been doing. Yeah. Well. Well. Right. But. But. I Do guess you the, think but, this is a special case? Is but, that what you're asking? Well, the question just becomes like, is this something that like. Uh, we just started doing recently did we do it because of this game i mean that's maybe a question just to go back and look i mean kendall i, 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 I honestly just don't know kendall Weston just like clearly beat out tim parker there though right I mean, it's weird though because parker it's parker on both of them yeah i mean the listener already knows that Waston does it again in the second half uh it's parker on both of them but looking at it like he doesn't i think on the second one in particular but probably both they're not quite even touching like they're, it's like they're not. It's not necessarily. But both of them that, are going for it, right? But it's not necessarily that Watson like outpositioned him or like pushed him and muscled him off of the ball. It's kind of more that like uh, Parker slightly mistimes it and jumps a little early. No, I agree. I think th- Tim Parker just right. lost the timing there, and I yeah. So, I, but like, it's not yeah. Which is like, I I do wonder if we're man marking and he's just like on Watson if he at least you know, puts him off a little bit. So one, he doesn't just I mean, have, I think it's, a, it's a zonal man marking, right? Yeah. Where you pick someone up if you, if they come into your zone. But in, in that case, Kendall Waston just had a good run um, coming in. I think, I he, mean, he's behind Parker on both of them, isn't he? Yeah. So um, one thing that I, I remember note, noting is that um, after that set P or after that corner, 
Um, defensively, we had somebody covering Waston at, at, at every point. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like Alex Mawil was like the guy that was up for the task apparently. Um, and he did a halfway decent job. Um, uh, but that <laughs> he didn't score after that. <laughs> well, I mean, no, that's not the case. I mean, right. They just, uh, fast forward to what the 52nd minute and then, or, yeah. or 59th minute. And then it, you know, it happens all over again. Yeah. There is the, uh, uh, great header or, or, Head on from Aaron Long back to the middle. Muil puts a strong header. It gets saved off the crossbar, and oh. somehow this ball avoids Tim Parker's feet. Oh yeah, that was crazy. I think Tim Parker kind of hit it. It just didn't go he, anywhere. Well, I think it like just squeezed underneath him. It looked like he got. I think it just bounced off of him. O- overwhelmed with the options, or overwhelmed with the gift that was all of a sudden thrown at him. Um. Not, not exactly. There wasn't strikers really anywhere to put the ball that were from the point that Tim Parker collected it. Well, I mean, if I, I mean, he could have volleyed it, so to speak. Uh, yeah, really. Like I think, like I mean, it was a kind of a bang bang play, but Parker kind of even still sees it. I think a striker of you know puts any, a better any shot caliber, like anybody who's just trained as a striker and is in the habit of receiving the ball or, or looking for the ball like that probably puts a touch to it. And then even once he gathers it, he could have chipped it a little bit more. Mm. But um, it just kind of felt like he was out of sorts. But, I mean, I guess to the point of the corner, though, last thing I'll say is that, that yeah, it's it's weird because Watson's behind him on both of them, and he's not necessarily physically outmanned. It's kind of just like a, a bad judgment on of space and, and timing. I mean, headers. headers are more about timing than it is about either of those things, right? I wouldn't know. I've never won a header. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, um, <laughs> moving uh, on, I mean, the other chance that stuck out to me is a uh, a great ball from Tyler Adams that uh, squeezes through to Bradley, who kind of... Um, Tyler was the ball to Bradley for the first goal, too, so... Yeah, it's true, uh, but uh, Bradley kind of touches it on, turns, waits for the ball to settle, but Marinovic rushes out for a one-on-one save on Brad, and then it's the Mario... Red card. Amir was on a yellow card from tackle earlier in the game. And there is kind of a breakaway towards the end where it's him and Davies running next to each other. Davies goes out, goes to ground, and the referee calls it a second yellow and sends uh, Amir off. Is, is it, do you think this is legit? It's harsh. Uh, it was like bodied. It was, a, I don't know, shoulder, shoulder, more shoulder to shoulder than anything bullshit. else. Yeah, it's a, yeah. It's, a, it's a really bad call. But I don't, I don't know how you can necessarily get rescinded, though. Well, that's a, you, that's I don't think you, you like, can't, really. I think it's it's shitty because, like, Davies, like, turns his chest almost in a way where, like, he's perpendicular to Amir's shoulder, and then he falls. Yeah. Where, like, Amir was running perpendicular to the ball, at the ball the entire time, doesn't really do it. It's weak as hell. But, yeah, because he was yellow-carded, I, I presume, for a professional foul, not, like, dangerous play or anything... Um, that if we're going to re- appeal it, then the committee will have to rule not that it's not a dangerous play, but that it simply wasn't a foul at all. And I feel like they don't really do that. They don't really ever come in and say, oh, that wasn't a foul at all, unless there's like a, I don't know, like a mistaken identity kind of thing or like something is weirdly seen. I, mean, I, I don't know. I think Chris said something along the lines of, or Chris Armis said that, you know, he thought it might be the right call, which sounds very pessimistic that they would win the appeal, but that they'd look at it. I mean, have we heard any 
news of appeals? As of, I, I mean, think... there's only been really one work day since the match. It's Monday. Still, but that's a, our, our game is on Wednesday. So How do you prep for it? Um, we might as well. I mean, we if we are going to ap- appeal it, we would do it now. But, um, I mean, I don't know. It's definitely worth a try. You get two failed appeals a season. Have we used one? Right. I don't think so. Do you remember us appealing a red card? We haven't no. had very many red cards. I don't, I don't remember a situation that we've had to appeal. I go ahead and use it this week. Mm. And if we... Uh, Is it just for two for the regular season? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then if, it's, it. if it's a successful appeal, then it doesn't count. It doesn't of, all, count. of all the yeah. games like yeah. to, to, to do this, yeah. I would go ahead and do it, even Why though not? it is kind of a tall order. But anyway, we equalize because uh, after foul, uh, Tyler Adams uh, gets his second assist of the night. Although, I don't know, is the first one a secondary assist? I can't yes, remember. it was. Okay. Yep. Gets the second assist of the night with a beautiful chipped in ball over to uh, over to Danny Royer on that far post run. Mm. Danny nice loves that run. run yeah, he the made the same run in the first half. Yeah for another set piece and he just was he's a, like a little off kaku's been um, giving that ball a lot too and i guess tyler's taking note yeah uh, fantastic delivery like like i i feel like that's all the more reason to have him uh yeah. right alongside davis or kaku um when taking those set pieces yeah i feel like that's danny's like second or third goal from that run yeah this year yeah cool any other notes that anything i didn't mention about this 2-2 draw at Vancouver? Um, Felipe. Oh, yeah. Felipe. Uh, first time seeing him in a, uh, quite quite a while uh, since the trade. Um, I thought we handled Felipe pretty well. There's I that mean, clip of uh, Tyler... Calming down Kaku. T- telling Kaku and just being like, Kaku, no, this, this, like, is, this, trust, is, trust this is just this guy's thing. Yeah. Although I wonder what he was saying. Cause to my knowledge, Tyler does not speak Spanish and... I mean, Kaku's been taking classes, but I mean, I don't know. How do you how do you express pithily and easily to understand language? You only the need a couple of, of words. Yeah, I'll say calm down, though, right? Yeah, I guess, but I don't think that's calm down. I think it was more than that. I, I think, think it's it calm down, and this is him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, just how it is. This is his essence. Yeah. I thought that Felipe did an okay job. He got an assist. Um, did you know? Made his presence known in the midfield yeah. uh, toward the end of the game. He he slowed it down so so much, and I think the only reason that we lucked out was because of just a stupid foul by Kendall Waston. Um, yeah, and so you he know, giveth and taketh. Yeah, seriously. Um, uh, we we you know kind of bail this out. That set piece. We I don't know. It it, it was uh you know an interesting one. Uh, one other uh, note is that uh Brian White. It's yeah, his first first team a minutes. Decent amount of hey. minutes. It's like what, fifteen? Yeah. 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 Congrats to Brian. What are our thoughts on all the subs? We see Ivan, we see Brian White, and then we see Etienne. I think it was good. I thought I liked the white move. I thought it made sense yeah. at the time. Who did he come in for again? I can't remember. Um well, An encouraging sign, though, that he he's actually being used. You know, it's not like a bonomo situation where like he was. He signed gets five to the first total game. minutes, and that's it. Literally one. Yeah, literally one minute. But um, I, it would seem to suggest he might get some serious playing time with these uh, upcoming weird new look, or not weird new look, but like strangely enough, we kind of have a new look on the bench. How do you mean? In in terms of being able to call on uh, or 
pull up Ivan and uh, Brian White off the bench. Like we wouldn't have yeah. done that in the past. It's not our first. Like it's a new first option almost. Does Ivan really catch your attention about anything? This I feel like we've still seen. It's just just two you, you got a yellow. You got a yellow card. Um, yeah. I don't remember anything remarkable though. Yeah, she's just fine. Look, man, I'm just look excited for my boy Anatole to come back to RB two. <laughs> that uh, is the word. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Cat uh, was in Casters on the bench, um, oh, yeah. but did not make an appearance. Um, I I wonder about Christian Casters when, you know, not. Let's save that for segment two. Sure, because there's going to yeah. be rotation talk. I think. Right, but but uh, you know, and one point to make around that is mm-hmm. just that uh, just a little, little surprise to see Sean Davis in, um, and you know, as expected, he he he's out of the game pretty early. Um, Actually, it, it was the 82nd minute. Ah, for Brian. Oh, Muil was out. Yeah. Muil went out first. Muil gets the start. Yeah, Muil comes out at sixty third for Derek, mm. and Yvonne yeah. gets a fifteen minute appearance. Right. Okay. But I guess it's tough because then you know we were down, and then Mario gets sent off. At, yeah. Well, it's it's pretty late actually, eighty fourth. So I don't know. Still, kind of felt like not much of an opportunity for Yvonne to really imprint his. Well, I don't think sure, really anybody game. really can yeah. in a situation like that. Like Derek was like thrown into the the midfield at mm-hmm. some point, um, kind of like weirdly deep mm-hmm. um, when we had ten men. But but like all in all, pretty content with uh, yeah, a so waypoint good given point. the circumstances. Did we blow it? Was it a good good point? I don't know. In in the vein of like feels like a win, or is this a draw a draw that feels like a wasted opportunity? Where does this land for you? I mean, felt like, quite pleasant after the game. Mm-hmm. I think with all the expectations in mind, I before the game, I, I going out with the draw would have been like, okay, but I felt pretty good about it. I mean, what annoys me, like, yeah, you know, I, I share the same sentiments, but, but um, yeah, I look at that first half and I look at all the opportunities that we had um, and I feel like that's just something that we've done very often is that even when we're up one goal, we just are not able to get two, three, four, even though the opportunities present themselves. Yeah. And then we come to, you know, regret it in the second half with this, the, the things like this, um, reminiscent of two seasons ago, um, uh, which is, you know, not great. But but the fact that we were able to, uh, you know, create something out of nothing and salvage a point, I'm really happy with. Yeah, it does seem to feed the the kind of admittedly cliche thing going on right now about, you know, just a, a strong team that can win ugly, can grind out results ugly, um, you know, when they need it. Also helped by the fact that City lost on Saturday, so that's a nice little tidy point earned. Um, I think I'm I'm of the same opinion. And all, going into this, what we had two of us predicted a, or were feeling a draw. I think we both were like one nil one nil yeah. wins or something. Yeah, pretty like uninspiring. so we knew that it was kind of a, a tricky one. Um, Shakovsky, of course, d- uh, didn't play this week. That's the only other big piece of news. But uh, it's reported he has a knock, but he should be back. It sh- should only be um, this game that he misses. Godis for its 2-2 draw. Um, it, it's kind of hard not to give it to Royer, but I'm going to give it to Tyler Adams. Cause I think, <laughs> like, it, he uh, created, what I mean, a surprise. But Tyler created like t- two and a half goals. I mean, yeah. You Tyler had a good game. So I'm going to give it to Royer. I'm going to keep it simple. Yeah, me too. I mean, I, I won't say too, too much about it, but I feel like I've been saying, and we've kind of been saying that um, uh, he's been fortunate to really stat pad in late the late minutes of games, but mm-hmm. uh, both situations, I, or especially 
um, that game, that goal in the 90th minute um, was really impressive. And I, I hope it's an indication of form mm-hmm. now. I mean, I think it is. And, Five and, goals and, and an assist in four games. Yeah, and hopefully he carries it right, right, right into Yankee Stadium on Wednesday. Yeah. Ten goals on the season now for Danny Royer. Wotist for 2-2 draw at Vancouver. I mean, Amir got a, a red card, I guess. Otherwise, yeah, Amir was good, bullshit, though. though. Uh, I mean, like, at the same time, I feel like I mean, you Tim can't put Parker yourself in that position. could have done better. I think mine's Parker. Yeah, against Kendall Watson. Him getting him just mistiming two headers as a center back is, on a is odd. Is kind yeah. of inexcusable. Especially he, for a man who's like proven to us that he he can be a threat in the air. He also had another pretty bad mistake that we ultimately um, got bailed out of. I think, mm. but uh, yeah, no, yeah, he had a really bad hospital ball um, played a, across to the right. Which is uh, maybe another one of Hall of Infamy of of Tim Parker's passes. Definitely part of the game that his part of the game that has to improve the most. So, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, Parker's it's a cop out. It's like, uh, but I will say, yeah, you know, yes, it was Parker. But I would say that Kaku did not have a good game. Um, yeah, and, and and Sean Davis underperformed. Um, I thought he had. A, I thought Sean Davis had a fantastic game. Um, the other week, um, but he looked kind of flat. I feel like he's one of those players that could use rest, and I feel like this would have been an opportunity where like Vincent Bezicor could have came in. Mm-hmm. Um, is he healthy? You, no, he's no, 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 no. Oh, I mean, like okay, just okay. generally, like that depth in the midfield. Um, or Shikovsky would have been a great Shikovsky game. Um, uh, it, it let Davis rest and get him ready to go for Wednesday. Mm. Um, I'm not particularly thrilled, thrilled about that, but I don't think. Parker played very well, and he was, you know, at fault for some of those. Uh, I don't think missed op- or, 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 or concessions. I I don't think uh, Chris Harmis rests um, Davis either way. Um, in my opinion, um, our segment discipline is poor but, here. That's obviously second segment topic. Yeah. Come on, come on. Speaking of which, uh, <laughs> we're gonna go into the break now. Where we're gonna talk about what Peaches is talking about, but 15 seconds from now. <laughs> Uh, where we're going to preview NYCFC and DC United coming up on this Wednesday and Sunday. So Atlanta won on Sunday. Hey, we Ooh. were in first for like a hot second. So that means after for like, like, for like 12, 12 hours, hours yeah. of being in first place, Atlanta has retaken um, the uh, first place in the Sport of Shield uh, standings at the moment. However, we still have a game in hand. 
it will be the end of the universe and the Red Bulls will still have a game in hand on everyone. <laughs> um, very, very typical, really, in all ways. But um, Atlanta has 51 points. And in their game, actually, Joseph Martinez did tie BWP's record for goals Boo. in a season. So it, it would have been very funny, though. If and it could still kind of happen. If in a he way. just doesn't score, anymore. yeah, like he doesn't get hurt, <laughs> he doesn't like get suspended, he doesn't get transferred, he just like plays the all rest. 10 games. The rest of his goals are overturned by VAR. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Every penalty that gets called for Lan is overturned. Yeah, or no, the the ref just like keeps on calling encroachment <laughs> until yeah. he misses, and then he's like, oh no, 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 it's fine, it's fine. But the cla- the the classic Roy Miller move. But, uh, yeah, Atlanta's in first with uh, a hair over two points per game. We are in second with 48 points. Two points per game exactly. Uh, We have 15 wins, six losses, and three draws on the season now. And our opponent for this week, you unfortunately know them well. It's NYCFC is right below us at 47 points on 25 games played. So they have a points per game of 1.88. Although I just checked Steve's chart this weekend, mm-hmm. we will be level on games in hand. On games in hand with both of them. With both of them. Wow! That's and exciting. then we will briefly have a game in hand on both of them. That means, is that because well, that you know what that means? It means that the end of the world is happening on Friday. <laughs> then clearly, when's the last time we've like had a when when we've been a game ahead of people? No, like, I like, like, cannot like, remember. Like in like the last few years, I, I feel like we've remember. always had games in hand. Yeah, well, it's because we're always in the Continental Championship. And the Open Cup. Yeah. Like last year, the Cup run, I think, maybe resulted in one or something. two. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Next it's, year it's is the like year. Forever. It's like, I don't know how the fuck should... If we don't like, qualify Columbus for CCL. finally has come back to earth with the amount of games they played. But they were, like, I swear to God, four games <laughs> yeah. further than us. At, like, at, like, ten games into the season somehow. Even with CCL, that's preposterous. And, like, they're, like... I think they're properly, like where they should be in this, in uh-huh. this table. Like they're, they're not nearly as good as the top three, um, yeah. but they're just a bit better than everybody else. Yeah. It really is the, uh, well, here's a cool thing. After this week, we will be either level or have a, or have a game in hand on, or have a game played on another team from this point forward. Yeah. Actually, I kind of don't, I don't look forward to having a game. No, I don't like that. There's yeah. like the like you can kind of like romanticize the possibilities of right. that one game. Like, yeah. the, like assume potential. it's three points. The like games in yeah, the games in hand are always worth three. Yeah, right. at least two and a half. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> really, two exactly. Obviously, we have two points per game. Just give us the two points. We'll take it. Yeah, that, that's fine. Um, but yeah, so that's the lay of the land going into this final derby on Wednesday, folks. So we have a point advantage. On NYCFC, um, 48 points to 47. Uh, they are 10-0-2 at home so far this year. They've they've not lost at home. They uh, did draw um, their last game at home, though. And they drew Atlanta, right? Those are the two. Yes. But they drew to Vancouver, the team we just drew, um, who away from home, Vancouver's extremely average. Last week, I think. Peters referred to me calling it a, a canary in a coal mine, hopefully. This very last weekend, they lost 2-0 in Philadelphia um, and hey. were outplayed basically the entire time, by all counts. 
Um, the game before that, or, or before the Vancouver game, I should... To be fair you know. to them, the best number t- 10 in the league plays there. <laughs> True. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, this, I is mean a bad, actually... this is a bad week to drag that out, because he did have a go <laughs> last so, yeah. this week. Of course, speaking of Ilsenio. But... Um, before that, of course, they uh, had the, we really should say, lucky win against Toronto where they blew a lead, what, twice after being a man up for 80 minutes and then kind of got through with a win off of a, a Tajuri Shradi banger, um, which only happened because of a really dumb set of headers from Toronto in the first place. But uh, even their coach, um, Dom Toretto, was... Very uh, pessimistic <laughs> about how on. they play. I don't even. I haven't even seen these movies, but I just refer. I refuse, Honestly, neither have I. <laughs> I. I refuse to to actually use any of their. Okay, just imagine Vin Diesel always saying, "It's all about family, ride or die," and that's how I imagine. <laughs> that's all, that's, that's, exactly that's how I imagine opposite of. of Domain. No, I agree, but that's how I imagine all of the halftime speech. Just on his on his Segway iPad, just being <laughs> like, being just ordering a, a bottle of wine at his nice Catalonian restaurant, being oh shit, this is on. Yeah, I guess just fucking pass the ball to Sean Johnson. I don't give a shit. See, just, every, now I just imagine every halftime speech being like, "Where's Letty? Ride or die. Be a family." You and know that's that it. We don't even. I don't know who that is. You know who I don't. I don't know who any of their players are though either. So or like they're just like endless legion of of random Scandinavians. I, I think that was a reference to uh, the movie. It's, I know. Yeah. I, uh, I don't not, even know. Who not, not, Letty's not a player. It wouldn't even. I mean, it I could know. very well be a Scandinavian player. Oh, maybe. You know. Yeah. But um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Cool. That was all part of an explanation of how they're in a funk recently. Mm. They lost. Um, they they're, they really should have lost or, or dropped points at Toronto. They lost the game uh, before that uh, as well, and they lost to Philadelphia, who who granted are. Um, I wouldn't call them on a streak a bit. I mean, not everybody in the that in the bottom half of the conference can be on a streak. It is, is but the thing is, if you're on the bottom of the conference, like you just string up a couple wins and you're in playoff contention. Yeah, that's really all it took. I mean, we'll talk about DC a little bit, but it's perfect. perfect That's what everyone keeps on hoping is going to happen with Toronto, and it it still Uh, it's not for sure. It's still because there are like three teams everyone's hoping for that to happen for now. Yeah. Yeah, and then we we went through it today. In the in our uh, messenger group, where like Bobby Warshaw picked out their schedule, um, and <laughs> this is Toronto's schedule being like, oh yeah, this is the games that they have to win now, <laughs> and uh, I think they can win any of this. It is just like the comically most difficult schedule you can imagine. <laughs> it's like you could not have like aren't they aren't they coming here? Or, yeah, yeah, one, yeah, one of us, one soon. of them is us. The season ender is Atlanta. <laughs> they're so fucked. It's, it's over. Like it's honestly, but but they're gonna be in fucking CCL next year. That's so crazy to me. If they don't make playoffs, yeah. Well, Toronto, we should just no, Toronto already won the Canadian championship. Exactly. Yeah. If they don't make playoffs, great, they're still in CCL. Yeah, which is a great just like full stop. Like talk that, about like what that, fucking travesty that that stupid competition. I realize what it's like. It's like if the part of the Open Cup that we play where we like just are it was two only rounds. like three rounds. Yeah, yeah. It's just like if like after we play City and then like the round that we always play Philadelphia in. Like it's always <laughs> that like second round, right? <laughs> That'd be just it. like the winner of that wins. Yeah, it's like gets to go to CCL. Congratulations, you're the champion of just like NYCFC, yeah. uh, Philly, New, New, England, New England, and us. Like I mean, on the flip side. Teams. 
they can't get it through MLS means. What do you, what like, do you if they won the Shield, they wouldn't be able to get into CCL. Yeah, I well, know. I understand, well, I understand how yeah. it happened, but... But... Uh, that MLS but, app is fucking trash. I was trying to pull up the other results that NYCFC... Um, recently? Lost, but it's um, not pulling up. Uh, who'd they lose to? But um, they're also... So that that's this... Before we get into injuries, that is the standing situation. Is so that it's that they're n- they're kind of down. We really have the potential. I mean, it's kind of Seattle. similar. Seattle. They lost to Seattle, who's yes. on their own resurgent thing. Yes, but in, um, it was in, in Seattle. They've looked bad, in my opinion. But um, are NYCFC starting resurgent things? Well, I mean, it's kind of two years in a row now. They've had a very mediocre second half of the season. Mm-hmm. It looks like it might be happening again. I mean, Toretto said in an uh, article today where <laughs> one he said. The supporters' shield is not that important to them, like mm-hmm. explicitly. It's all mm-hmm. about playoffs. And then, too, they criticize their fitness in particular. Everyone's not really fit, and they're going to have to look at their training, which is interesting because they have kind of been lethargic in past seas- second half of seasons as well. But, again, it's kind of similar a little bit to what we were saying last time we played them, where we we slightly actually have a bit of an advantage in the table where we could we could afford a draw here, and it would not be terrible for us getting away from home they cannot afford a home draw right now they they really need to pull a six-pointer off on us and then if we get a win in their house that would be a huge gut punch to them and really kind of like separate atlanta and us at the top yeah and kind of force them into the third seed and this year looking at the the standings i particularly like want nothing of that knock-in game especially since we're playing so well yeah. I think like just like the prospect of having a one-off Wednesday game after the last game in October just like seems particularly annoying and just asking for problems. Because we have to play that next weekend. I would love for them to have to do that. Mm-hmm. If we did win that game. Yeah. So. Wait, no, because oh. we'd have to play. Oh, like right. That's how it was last year. Three days. Yeah. yeah. You know, this game, I mean, like, you know, it's fortunate that we're we're a point up right now in mm-hmm. the standings, but. Um, I, I I look at this and and uh, I long for the 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 I guess the day or, or the season where we only play our rivals twice a year. Yeah. Um. Uh, I, I I it's because because these types of games like we we go into it with the mentality that you know we should really be looking for uh, a point. You know we we'd be content with a point. Could probably dig out a win, but if we lose, we lose. It's it's, it's an away game at a rival stadium who's undefeated at home. Um, but like realistically, we should have only played them one time and then this, this done away with it. Thing is bunk. Also, like the it, fact it, that we we have two of these rival series, right? DC as well, and they don't even alternate like who gets the two home games every year. It's not like the year that we played twice away at Yankee Stadium. We play dc home twice right no we play both the way yeah when we play them home twice we play both of them home twice which is like totally it just it's it's bullshit i'm hoping Uh, that when nashville and cincinnati come in and maybe miami just cut it out yeah i mean they're gonna need to fit more schedules in the games in the schedule anyway they'll have to maybe they'll just be like fuck it we're back to even um we're how many teams are there 23 three yeah i think i did the math and 24 would bring us to home and away each time in the eastern conference because then then we'd have to do a home one for the west so like next next time the next team in the east it would be home and away honestly i feel like right and so then we would have to take away two games from other (sighs) opponents and then at that point we don't play some teams then you know well presumably like 
as it stands, it would just be we take away the third leg of um, of DC and NYCFC uh-huh. for whatever Eastern Conference team comes yeah. in. Yeah. But yeah, then you're right. If there's another team in the West, we wouldn't play unless they added more games to the season. And I mean, the well, that's also assuming that we have 36 games a season. Right? Well, that's 34 games. 34. This season. Is the what we have now? Oh, my assumption was thirty-six. That, oh, okay. that's that. So that would extend the schedule. I was yeah. saying that I mean, if the, you if you simply just add one team to the East, uh, and and you keep them the same number good of games, now. then yeah. You, yeah, you could just get away with doing a one home, one away in conference, and then one game. I do um, feel like out of conference. There is a slight growing consensus or, or feeling that we could move on to this format, move on from this format. I feel like back when they kind of really introduced it in 2015, it was like kind of like, oh, yeah, it's rivalries, Orlando, Atlanta, <laughs> and then like the Cascadia guys all hadn't really won a cup yet, so they were still frothing in the mouth. But now everyone is kind of like, eh, I don't know. Like even MLS, or the team is like organizing a separate watch party not, you know, at the stadium for this one, which like seems to suggest like an institutional like acknowledgement that the energy is getting a little bit more leveled off here. Is it's it like, is it the team or is it the, is it, is, is it MLS as well? I do think it is the team only because I mean, they said that I think like Florian Velo is going to be there. Yeah. Is it and the one like, at Smithfield hall? Yeah. I think that's MLS. It is. Yeah. Ugh. Cause it's the branding has been awful for all of them regardless. Well, there's so, you know, anyway, that's even more that is, would seem to, suggest that even more than if the league is accepting or conceding that like yeah you know what maybe not all of you actually want to go to the game maybe the energy has dipped a little bit for this so hopefully we've played them i think 14 times in the four seasons that they've played after we played them yeah i mean you can and not even once in playoffs I yeah. mean, you, it, you I mean, can copy paste the same complaints we had earlier this season about so do you have cup. do you have fatigue with this rivalry right now I, I, I mean, don't, don't really like I going into this for game. The last Yankee Stadium game, I was away, so that probably mm. helps. It's going to be weird to go on like a weekday away. I yeah, guess, so I have gone to the weekday derby at Red Bull Arena. Yeah, I mean, I guess we just like go to the stadium. There's no like formal. But they've always been at RBA thing, yeah. right? This is going to be the first away game, and it sounds like the away support section is going to be smaller. I, uh, which and it might be people that like we just all know. Like actually, so which that like might kind of, that might be kind of fun. Cool. I like yeah. I like prefer that. It might be easier to manage uh, do the chance as well yeah. because like that oh, strip organizing of is like between, terrible. Oh, don't forget the, uh, to bring your own honey mustard uh, for the chicken bucket. They don't serve honey mustard at Yankee Stadium, and you need honey mustard with your chicken tenders. Wow, terrible. They do give you barbecue sauce. To it's not fair. the same. It's not the same. I gotta um I gotta figure out like what. I'm going to like bring to work to put on right after work to go to the game. You're not going to yeah. just wear your jersey in your business casual environment? No, man. I don't I don't work for the the culture industry. I don't work for culture.inc mm. like you do. So <laughs> can't just do that. I don't work I don't work culture, culture tm dot yeah. inc. <laughs> I don't I don't work for Mr. Hip Hop. <laughs> Mr. Rap. <laughs> His name is Eminem. Thank Sorry. you very much. <laughs> wow. Okay. No. Um, I don't know. I'll worry about that when we get to it. But yeah, I mean, I guess I'm getting a little weird, leery of it. Sorry, I just, Drake. I do wish we had, I do wish we had the symmetry of a home and away, so you can kind of say like, did we split the series this year? Did we? Win? I don't know. It kind of makes it. There's a weird asterisk going on where it's like, oh, 
you know, we got four points, but two of the games are home, so we should have done better, or vice versa. You get up for it more if you play them twice a year. Right. Like, this is it. You got to defend your home. This yeah. chance. Enough about that. They're going to be missing um, Ronald Matarita, who had an actual violent play red card in like literally the dying seconds of their loss in Philly, which is very <laughs> funny to me. I didn't appreciate that at first when I saw it, that it was like literally That's some like Damari shit the right there. Yeah. <laughs> but not as, not, as, uh, not as heavy as Damari. Damari was yeah, that much was, more of a... That was yeah. nuts. Yeah, Damari was like, fuck all of you. All <laughs> I don't want to be here. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what is this shit? Somebody Playoffs. listen to me. Send me back. People speaking French in Canada. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> just so angry. Preposterous things of that nature. But um, they're also going to be missing Alexander Callens, um, who I think is out with an injury. I think he's their best best defensive yeah. player. Which means we're going to be seeing Seb Ibiaga, former Houston Dynamo homegrown <laughs> signing, Seb Ibiaga, um, next to. Uh, Chanel's one they kept, right? Briant's the one that plays. Yeah, Briant's dead. Yeah. All right. Um, this also. It's funny how I can, I got those two confused as well. Yeah, I mean, fucking. So, yeah. um, uh, Chanel freaks me out because he looks like the husband from the Hand Handmaid's Tale, <laughs> and it's like deeply unsettling. I saw him. I saw him like on the field um, okay. during the last game. Oh, you did. Um, man, I was fucked up. Uh, but now I know who now I know who Chino is. It's hard to forget. Okay. Tinnerholm looks like he could be like just holding a gun in that show too. <laughs> the way that he yells, this seems like very angry. Is right? that entire team just like a bunch of cult guys? You think? Maybe. I mean, like, doesn't Burgett look like a guy that's Burgett. suspiciously into Especially. Viking like metalware? Like. Like is just low key selling like, like probably eighteen different a, Viking swords on Craigslist at a time. Like at whatever house he's renting in Westchester, I imagine there's a metalworking shop in his garage. Yeah, like he goes he goes to like Renaissance fairs and does like role playing of like a Viking just with like with a historical shit about racial purity that makes you really uncomfortable. Mm. Yeah, just like and everyone has to point out like that that wasn't a thing yet. Race, <laughs> modern racecraft hadn't been invented yet. Brigade, stop being fucking weird. See, that's <laughs> um, way further than I was going to take it. I was just going to be. No, like, I like it. I, do you ever yeah, think you should, should embrace this narrative? No, I. Th- this could actually take over the rent burden Ky- Kyrie Shelton narrative <laughs> yeah. that we 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 really ran with a couple years ago (laughs) um i i agree with i I agree with the sentiment i was just my my take was just gonna be like do you think he just looks at one or two and thinks oh those horns they're so inaccurate if alex ring and Tinnerholm were in a lineup would you be able to tell the two apart no yes wow well i'm an nycfc fan right we've we've been over this there's a yeah so i know sam can tell white people apart it's a uh, yeah, trick that question. Is one, of the, one of the many skills I have. Because <laughs> lineups are a, a abusive tool of policing. They don't actually work. So, so, so it, you know, it, it's kind of funny because I feel like the last couple seasons, um, uh, both DC and NYCFC have had like villainous characters, uh, 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 you know, in their starting eleven. Mm-hmm. Like, but Spindle is gone now. I mean, it was a Spindola, Boswell. I mean, even Boswell's goofy to me. I don't know. It, also, he did. Play for the Dynamo for very Bobby time. Boswell so, kind of looks like one of the henchmen, though. Yes, he does. Like he looks like a henchman, right? And so I feel like there's a lot of players like that on NYCFC and Bobby on Boswell DC. has has been talked into painting a lot of white fences. <laughs> <laughs> 
still a henchman, I guess. But yeah. <laughs> um, I, I just, I think it'd be so fascinating to like look at our team, like with a f- totally fresh lens and just, cause I think everybody on the team is super fucking likable. Like everybody on the, on our team. Um, like even people from, hate Tyler Adams. from, from Robles all the way up, but like everyone looks likable, um, on this team. You know, Felipe was one of the villains. Sasha was a very hateable guy. Um, uh, but I feel like right now we're at this kind of unique position where like, you know, even Brad to Royer, um, down through that midfield to like adorable Kaku down to Davis and, Davis and Adams. Good boy, good play, um, boy. and then that whole back line is, is, uh, is all right. Tim Parker, if I saw him for the first time, like he, he's definitely the, he the, was, but he never gave off that sentiment at Vancouver. See, somebody is different Tim kind Parker. of villain. Cause Tim Parker to me is the high school villain who's on the lacrosse team and is from the wealthy family. And just no, but somebody, picks up, did, it might've been quirky described it as, as like Tim, Parker is like the one jock who just like is low key in the musical and at school. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, I, I, I like that. yeah, okay. yeah. But but like it'd be so fascinating to like to to look at it from a different lens and see if there's anybody that um, Alex you know, Wheel would be very hateable. I mean, well, come on, guys. guys. We don't need a new lens for that one. <laughs> but yeah. But it's kind of funny to think because I, I I honestly don't know if it's just that like like uh, like our rivals somebody... are more do they look more villainous now or is it just yeah. the circumstances? I think Tinnerholm Tinnerholm and Ring do feel just I mean Tinnerholm is like an asshole even to the point where Taylor Tolman was like what the fuck is your deal guy? Um, <laughs> but <laughs> when Taylor Twelman is calling you out, Twelman is actually I don't know, he just Twelman likes banter. I like, That's it. I like yeah. Taylor. Um, but uh, I could see somebody like getting an idea that Royer is like I think I, I think you're onto something because this is why the the Robles vaping banter or, oh, or yeah. whatever you call it fell flat because like no one looks at Luis Robles and thinks wow what an asshole well it's like whenever you hear anybody speak you're like oh they're actually like pretty nice guys like Royer for example like if you don't see it, hear him speak but you just like see him on the field mm-hmm. and like his like emotions and reactions like he's a very like et- like intense guy yeah. but behind the scenes he's like the nicest dude that's true, yeah. And then, like, you watch interviews with him, and somebody's like, like so, "Hey, yeah. so Danny, like, what's like, talk to us about your tattoos?" And he's like, "Actually, it's intentionally personal to me, and I, I would prefer to keep that." Close to my heart. <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, okay, yeah. I'm so sorry, man. Let's let's just move on." <laughs> but I, Kaku, funny, the, how can you look at Kaku and not think of such a wholesome? The, man? the he did just murder the Nets though in this latest interview though <laughs> that 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 video that they posted was like, what was your first. New York, New York experience, <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, I went to a basketball game." Um, and to, mit, to which I thought, "Yeah, we fucking know. We were all stalking you intensely at the time. It feels like we were there." <laughs> but go on, yeah. And it was at Barclays Center because, again, felt felt like we were there. And he he said, "Oh, I went and saw the Lakers." <laughs> like, oh, oh, oh no! Oh, oh, oh. But um, oh, this is yeah. Uh, <laughs> True New York experience. I, it's, it's funny. I guess the last thing about. <laughs> I mean, actually, like that is. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, yeah. Um, Damn, nuts. Damn, they couldn't even spring for a Knicks. Ticket. The vaping thing is funny that you mentioned that though, because like it's now been long enough. I think it's come full circle where I'm, I am prepared in theory to laugh at a vaping gag, but just not that one. It didn't make sense. Like, they it came out of nowhere. There was no context for it. Yeah, Luis. Yeah, it was. Only we get to build narratives out of nothing. It didn't. It didn't. Yeah, it didn't fit. They, they could like vaguely smell the whole like weird like normie dad thing off of Luis, but they didn't know where to go with it. But that's Maybe, not a normie know. dad thing. It's it, not. Yeah. 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 It's like, an, like yeah. it's like a Ben Mines thing. Like I think Ben Mines could jewel like really hard. 
Ben Mines mm. is totally yeah. He ben definitely jewels. Have you seen the way that dude smirks? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that dude only smirks. He clearly drives a Subaru and yeah. vapes. Like that's all he does. I'm worried about Ben. Mines. I'm worried that Ben Mines. Is, I'm worried that Ben Mines has observed Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande is now convinced that he can date. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you think Ben I'm Mines- worried about that. <laughs> Somebody needs to. He's like, fuck it. If Pete Davidson can be described, I mean, not that that Ben Mines isn't you know attractive young man, but careful. Know, yeah, Ben Mines is swole, man. He's gonna beat you the fuck up. Yeah, here. I'm sorry. This is your this is your area. It's funny Pardon enough because I was I was gonna wear my Mines jersey on Wednesday. <laughs> Forgot that you fucking own that. It's uh, either gonna be great history or great novelty. It's true. It'll be better than. It'll probably age better than all those Marquez jerseys you still see every once in a while. So, hmm. um, so we're gonna be missing Amir. Shakovsky Ho- will presumably. Not. I think he's back. Be back. Um, probably really just a precautionary thing. So basically, Connor Late is our biggest question. Uh, yeah. Look, I oh, and I didn't finish City. Now I think about it. Yanho Herrera, of course, is out for the season. Um, and then uh, oh, Jesus Med- Medina is also out hmm. with a hamstring injury uh and uh david vanilla has released a video uh that looks nauseatingly saccharine and i refuse to watch but it, i understand that in conjunction with some rumors that have been placed that they're not going to renew his contract in the season it seems to be suggesting this might be his last derby against us at least in the regular season so there's that to consider as well wow wow sorry sam what were we, what were we gonna say uh i don't remember great so uh Presumably Connor well Laid at right back. Ah, um, now I remember. Okay. Uh, if I may. Um, uh, <laughs> I, I actually, I think that uh, Laid has been playing pretty well um, in these NYCFC games. Um, uh, the reason I'm not super worried about him uh, in this Tiny matchup field. is because, yeah, the small, he's, he's yeah, yeah, small man, small field. I think it yeah. makes a lot of sense. Uh, but he actually does have like experience on, mm-hmm. on playing at the uh, Yankee Stadium, so Yankee Stadium field. And so mm-hmm. um, uh, I'm relatively okay with that. Like of all the backups, I, I feel like, um, or all the times that I've been worried about Connor Laid, mm-hmm. uh, I'm the least worried right now. It's, it's funny because I, I think I agree with you in general about the Connor Laid. I'm not necessarily worried about the defending from the fullback position as much as Amir being such a great attacking option where we can just bomb up the front field uh-huh. with our pressure. We, we now need, I think, Kamar to, to step up on the attack. It's either Kamar steps up or one of the, the central midfielders, so I think, it was, becomes more of an attacking player. It That's was uh, SKC, right, where where Wade started despite Mario being back from the World Cup and, yep. and Mario got put in late. If there's a situation like that, and Laid is kind of just like visibly not really cutting it uh, to the point where like, wow, I need to I need to make a change here. What's your change? Is it Cutler? Is it moving Tyler Adams to right back? Adams again? to right back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, Adams de- has, de- done, has historically done great that way at uh, Yankee Stadium. But like of all the, yeah, that is like the yeah. that is the most risk averse move. I mean, if we're winning and we need to make a switch, we need to get laid out. Yeah, then yeah, Adam absolutely yeah. drops back to that right back position, and then we just throw somebody else in on the in the central defensive side, which would be Shikovsky. Or he's already there. Or we put Muel in and and put Shikovsky back. back. Or right, we put right, well, that, that, That's what I mean, right? Like ultimately, Christian. ultimately, you drop back. You drop Shikovsky uh-huh. back. 
See the the Adams at right back thing. I totally had forgotten about. Right. Um, but at to the me, same- it's my backup option if Maria's not not yeah, Cutler. Cutting it. No, for I sure, not a, Cutler. No, I think that's a good call. But I think the club has very like definitively said we're going to play mm-hmm. Adams at the position we think he's best at, which is central midfield. Um, well, all well that's, that's all fine and good, yeah. but yeah, when shit's hitting the fan, and yeah. you got to make a decision. I mean, Armis is not going to be like, oh yeah, this is our club strategy. No, no, yeah, yeah. I, I like it, to me in my head, that's totally been ingrained at this point that Tyler's essential midfielder. I totally forgot I about see. that option. I got, I got but I just get- because of that, I was thinking like, should we put Fidel on? Mm, no. Like, I don't know. I'm just getting weird flashbacks of. Um, you know, last time we played, too many center backs there. is better than no center backs. It, cent, uh, I guess. I'm thinking uh, of like Montreal 2016. Another, it's another subject oh. that I'm worried about <laughs> derailing into. But I, I just <laughs> uh, getting bad flashbacks or, or premonitions of that game at Yankee Stadium where we played pretty well and uh, Brad had two goals, but Three then two. Vanilla yeah. somewhat single-handedly punked on uh, on Zizzo. And that one in the game, and Zizzo like at center back though. Uh no, he wasn't a center back. I, don't I thought think. Zizzo was playing center back. No, I think he's playing. Uh, I don't. I don't think so. But um, the that was also the game that Royer screwed up his knee on the on the. It's not a great game. Um, morning track. But if there's any player that I worry that that could happen to on the squad, it it would be Connor Wade. Um, just because. He's done it a couple times a season where he's kind of just walked out on the field and, and had a stinker. No one else has really kind of been that binary so far. I don't think um, Vanilla is necessarily that player this year, though. No, he's, he's it looks like he's about done. Yeah, he's been injured on and off, and he's not nearly as consistent. Right. Um, really but I feel like other, other players, yeah, Tajuri Shradi and Medina, uh, Medina as of late, I feel like those two have stepped up. Um, and have been producing. Yeah. And then in addition to that, Maxi Morales is having a fantastic season. Yeah. Um, I think he's the best <clears throat> player on the team right now. Hopefully with a loss, if we deal them a loss, this this could hopefully consolidate their funk and their slump and really, really hopefully like knock over the, the house of cards. One would hope. I've been hoping for this for a while and it looks like this could actually happen. I've been hoping for this since last year. Ever since Vieira left, really, I thought it, it might happen. Um, their new guy that they got from one of their affiliate clubs, Castellanos, is already hurt. And apparently that was a source of locker room dismay that he was already starting. So let's just, let's just you know, throw some more fuel onto this fire, I would like. Other than that, the, the late thing, I, I start the... Uh, the starting eleven, obviously, for Wednesday, right? Yeah. Maybe rotate on Saturday. I'd agree with that. Yeah. And rotate in limited amounts on Saturday, and then maybe rotate even more fully next Wednesday. But ooh, against Houston. Yeah. Yeah. So how how are you feeling about this uh, this game? There was a, there was a report, I guess, or Dome did say in that article that he's worried that they're defending too deep in the pitch for their liking. That'll be good for us. Yeah. But it'll be interesting if they come out and they try to more aggressively press us, given that we're kind of, um, I don't know, I don't know if we're a good fit for that. But These games are just so fucking weird. It's, I guess, just, it's like such a warped, yeah. warped style of soccer, no matter what. I like, guess where I was going with that is like, to what degree should Armis try to like play 3D chess and like anticipating changes? I don't think he should. I think he should just 
stick go to out the, with like our best plan and then yeah. adjust as need be. I, I, yeah, I think so. I, I, I mean, the one thing that I no, noticed on that that Vancouver game is, you know, I think they, uh, you know, on the one hand, they they did concede some a good amount of possession to us, but we had most of our play at the edge of uh, the attacking third. Um, mm. That part of the midfield is really where we like to stay um, and control possession. Um, uh, and if you look at like the passing heat map, like that is the only area, like that perimeter. Um, uh, it's so much harder to do that against NYCFC at Yankee Stadium because mm-hmm. it's so much smaller. Um, and then especially with this idea that um, uh, Dome is going to have his team adjust tactics to play defensively or to press higher up the field. I feel like that presents less opportunities to have possession like that. And we'll have to rely on, on, you know, counter attacks, uh-huh. um, and, and scoring against the run of play, um, which I'm not opposed to. Um, I, I'd like to see that honestly, mm-hmm. um, chaos, uh, in, in, in that pinball field, uh, uh, that just results in, in a really good, uh, counter attack and, and some goals off of it. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. I think everything's stacked in our favor in terms of like tactical matchups and health and um, things like that. So if if Chris goes out there and tries, I think we we have success or like just puts his mark on it. I think we saw that at the beginning of the Vancouver game for a little bit, Mm -hmm. um, much more to any extent that I've uh, think witnessed it in the Chris Armas era. Mm -hmm. But then again, like that's all anecdotal, obviously. Right. Um, I think if we go in there on the front foot and we press and press and press and we run and run and run, we have the upper hand. I think we had the upper hand the last game. Um, and it was just, we fell victim to one mistake. Um, otherwise it was ours to win. Um, and I I think we're in an even better position now that Armis has had some games under his belt and the form is, is very strong. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean like we're coming back together at the right time. I feel like Mm -hmm. Shikovsky has not played against city. Has he? Has he not? I don't Uh, think he has. Right. Not even. I don't think he played. No. I mean, he didn't play the open cup. Oh, because he was injured then. And then, um, well, also I don't think we're going to use we would use an international spot on him oh, in true. the Open that's Cup. Fair, that's fair. And then I don't think he played in the second league derby, right? So it's kind of <laughs> fascinating to me that we've got a player who, you know, is definitely more important now than he was at the beginning of the season. Although arguably during the Chivas run, he was extremely important. Yeah. A guy who's kind of, kind of, in a way, been important this entire season, but yet has not been. He's seen. A, he's also low key the yeah. second highest paid player on the team. Right. Yeah. So hopefully that can can uh, throw a wrench in the plans. I think I've successfully hyped myself up for this game now. Yeah. I mean, I've been hyped for this game ever since the last loss because I felt really yeah. bad about it. I um, would, especially uh, the way that we lost. So yeah. I would love for this to be kind of a return to a free free flowing game, uh, a scoring game. We haven't really properly had one, I guess, as you're saying, Sam, under Armis. Um, so a nice, a nice three goal haul would be nice here. Right. Are you suggesting we make our predictions? Sure. I'm going to go with three. No, I'm never going to predict a loss. Never. Uh, I agree. And I'll give the same score line. No, three, one, because, uh, David Vanilla will have to get a goal, um, mm-hmm. for whatever fucking reason. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think it'd be really, really sweet if David Vanilla scored first. Um, and then we scored five back in return. So I'm going to go five, one. Too much anxiety for me. All right, the game after that this week is... I'm more excited about this game. 
DC Are you really? on Sunday. Oh, because you get to see... Uh, no, I guess not, not because of Wayne Rooney. And either way, I've already seen him. Uh, Sam's been spe- practicing his, his scouse. <laughs> no, I was watching so much so Everton. He's just been saying "wah" after sentences, and we've been Peaches has painstakingly been removing it from the, the <laughs> episodes. <laughs> it takes me like three hours to edit this. Now, yeah. could you imagine <laughs> if I actually did that? Um, no, I mean like this. Like I feel like um, at the time that NYCFC is kind of fading. Um, DC's DC United comes back in full force. DC is the real resurgent team. I will let no one else be called resurgent except for DC. They have well, not yeah. lost in three games. Five. Five. Holy the last shit. loss they had was against, against us. us. Yeah. They beat Colorado. They drew Montreal. Right. Still a playoff team. Uh, they beat Orlando. Lol. That was the uh, <laughs> that, that was, was the, the game the that changed Rooney, it all. Yeah. Thing. Yep. Then they beat Portland, who have lost three in a row. In a, in a week, so I mean that was, that was as much asterisk as, that maybe Portland is. Kind didn't of someone say Portland right was going to win the Shield? They had gone like fifteen unbeaten and then they lost three and one. Yeah, week, so on them. And then yeah. they they beat a slumping New England on Sunday as well. Well, Portland's funny because I feel like I never I I didn't I hadn't watched any of their games right. um, uh, after they lost to us four yeah, nil. And yeah. then the next one that I watch is the one when they lose to DC. So to, in my mind, yeah. I just think they're like a bad team from <laughs> start to finish. I haven't seen them play any good soccer. There are some teams like that in the league where <laughs> I'm just, just like, so funny. those guys suck right now, don't they? And then just like LA Galaxy here in playoffs. That spots? may well be Montreal for us by the time we play them a second time. They might be out of the playoffs again. Uh, but DC have 27 points on 24, 24 games played, so that's 1.23 uh, points per game. They're 7, 9, and 6. However, of course, they have almost entirely home games remaining, they except for this one against us. Very really. few losses. Yeah. That's pretty actually pretty impressive. And they're, only one of them is away. Thanks to yours truly, the New York Red Bulls, and rather at Phillips' 100th goal. Um, they, of course, are flying high with uh, Wayne Rooney, who seems to be actually trying in a weird kind of fucked up way. He's not drinking and driving. He's actually giving Is that shit. a Charlie Davies shout out? Jeez. Uh, no. Well, oh, I guess, maybe, inadvertently. Um, no, uh, Wayne Rooney got arrested for drinking and, for mm-hmm. drink driving, as they That's call it, it yeah. um, mm-hmm. last year. So Damn. that was nice. Um, so he's not doing that. Yeah. Maybe he's relying on public transit. Nah, yeah. probably not. No. Nobody realizes. I think Ben Olsen was just like, hey, Wayne, if you want to play defense, whatever. He's their captain now. And then Ben Olsen had to be like, no, it's not in his contract. Not that I know of. We just we just thought it was a good move because they had no captain. Because they still have what's his name, Bos- Burnbaum, um, Burnbaum, yeah. who was their captain last year. They're not going to give it to Bill Hamid. Then they like, oh, fuck. Bill Hamid is back after not <laughs> starting. Yeah, what the fuck? At, you know that serves him right. Didn't you go to you know heathen yeah. club in in Denmark? Neither hey Royer came neither from there. Neither Sandy Eiske, still heathen. Nor Silkeborg, nor Odense. The great Odense. Yeah. So no, you can't just no, add. No, you three. can't. No, none of us. Did they that. were a Champions League team. Anyway, Hamid is back uh, playing. Yamil Assad is kind of like their big, like actual, I think, signing that they actually tried on. They've got uh, Lucio Costa as always, Peach's favorite player. He's been turning Stu- up. Stuber, Steve Stieber, who is uh, Stieber, Stieber, Zoltan Stieber. Stieber yeah. is the NYCFC uh, player. Paul Ariola, confusing. Yeah, it's your favorite team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Paul Ariola, 
um, Darren Maddox. Uh, again, it's Super DC's, sub. DC's classic thing of like collecting all of the misfit toys of MLS. It, it is, but I feel like this version of DC is a little bit better than usual. Yes, they've kind of been playing sorry teams too, though. I think it's also mostly because I don't see Sean guy. Franklin anymore. Or... Yeah, Bobby Boswell's gone. I don't know. Burnbaum's still there? Yeah. Somehow? I feel like he should have left like three Chris, seasons ago. Chris Durkin is their homegrown kid who's been getting a decent amount of minutes in midfield. Uh, but look, it's it's the Atlantic Cup. We got one win so far. Always, of course, we want to win, but it's at home as well. The demand is still for win. I guess the question for me, and to that point, I clarify, I think we can and will win. But uh, how much how much rotation, given that we're going to have have played on Wednesday and we're going to play a struggling Houston at home again on the Wednesday after? I mean, I feel like you gamble a little bit here mm. uh, for the rivalry game. I, I guess gamble is the wrong word um, because I think we should play our best players. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that we, we kind of take the risk of playing some under-rested players um, not a lot of travel. I mean, like, you know, the Fort, you know, NYCFC being really uh, mm-hmm. an away game at home. Um, people, you know, getting players getting to stay in their own, you know, apartments and, mm-hmm. and homes. And, and it's a, it's nice to, to really maintain that routine. So yeah. it's it not totally depleted, but, but I feel like this game is higher stakes than the Houston game. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I would take a risk uh, and play your players despite being underrested um, and then just bank on playing the whole B team against Houston. The whole B team. Or close to it. Pro- so, give them yeah. a proper week. I'd agree with that strategy. I would bet we see an Andreas Ivan start? start against DC. Yeah, yeah I, I guess like the one on the one hand, I, I guess I'm thinking more defensively. Um, we have to play our best defenders, I think, against yeah. DC. But but we can, I think we you can we can afford a... to rotate attacking players. I think Ivan can play. I think Etienne would be fine, and I think Wheel is uh, earning his stripes um, as a, a rotational player or an impact sub. So so I have no problem yeah. with those players. But but that being said, I feel like we should really keep that core defense and central defensive midfield pair um, for the critical games on Wednesday I'm and Saturday. I'm slightly tempted to let. Fidel exercise his own goal demons against DC. I don't know. Um, I know that's a good point. I, I kind of feel huh. that, but I'd rather just hold him off until Houston. I guess if we yeah, can, a little bit more. At least stakes. Maria will be nice and rested, so you yeah. can chip uh, Hamid again. Oh no, that was Clark last time. Fuck. Um, but he can chip DC. Yeah, I I would bet. Uh, I feel comfortable in saying that Yvonne, I it might start on Sunday and maybe we see Etienne for a long portion as well. But yeah, I guess to your point, we don't have as many choices in defense, but, um, so how are you feeling this game against DC? I feel like this is actually going to be a closer matchup than the NYCFC game. Um, I feel like that's just because of form. You have one team that's one, two, and one in their last four. And then you have another team who's only lost one in their last five, right? Away from home though. Um, so they're what five one or four one and zero, oh. um, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, I, but it's a, it's a rivalry match. I feel like this is going to be one where maybe DC actually travels for the first time in three years. Um, yeah, 
uh, it might have stadium it, once, right? Well, it might rekindle something that I feel like has been absent for the last few years. Um, because you have a DC team that's like playing with confidence, a fan base who like actually has like reignited itself a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got a player in Wayne Rooney who can, you know, change games. Although I will say that was as much a, a Will Johnson play as it was uh, a Wayne Rooney play, <laughs> for being totally honest, in the yeah. Orlando game. Has he used all of it though? Also, Acosta was offside. By like a yard at least. Spicy. Yeah. I, I what? No, there's Acosta was <laughs> sorry to insult fine your in this hat trick. I don't. Uh. Oh my god. I've, I've crossed. <laughs> Let two the man score things. three goals. Acosta and Mines. <laughs> <laughs> um. So what? What? What's your call for this game? On Sunday. Um. I'm. Uh, I feel fairly <laughs> confident going into it. I'm gonna give it a like a boring two 0 win. I'm going to say 3-2. Um, well. I, want, I think there's going to be goals on both sides. It'll be uh, as interesting as the LAFC game. I was also feeling 2-0. I don't know. Hopefully. All right. So we got a good Benny question this week. Um, I like it a lot. It is titled, End of Season Feeling. When the MLS season starts winding down and you can count the number of RBNY home games left on your hands, do you A, feel, feel more A, Pumped up about the playoffs, or B, nostalgic and wistful for the season? Ooh, this is a good question. I think it just reminds me that, like, my sense of recent history for the Red Bulls is, like, really weird. Like, if you, like, go back and you look at, like, different parts of, like, the 2015 season, for instance, certain things just don't sound right. Or, like, you know, Gonzalo Verón joins the club in 2015, I think, which just mm-hmm, feels mm-hmm. wrong to me. It feels like more of a 16 thing. And I realize 17 has kind of just evaded my memory entirely. It it's feel kind like of, it, like, faded into the playoffs. It feels like it, And yeah. then out of the playoffs. Yeah, and it feels like playoffs never quite started. And then we've talked about this before, I think, where... We just kind of, like, slept into the, the 2016 playoffs. Yeah. Or this kind of feels like the first, like, uh, like campaign since the 15 season like fully yeah. developed squad since the 15 season mm-hmm. yeah because so 16 like, 16 felt like a slightly worse version of 15 right um and 17 we, felt transitional now in retrospect yeah but and now we're, we're no longer playing with a chip on our shoulder we're just playing like a, a properly executed system with like very top like high quality oh god players. jesse's gone we can finally stop saying that saying what chip on your shoulder uh, yeah. right but it's like <laughs> nice to like not have that like bullshit narrative we're kind of asserting ourselves yeah um around anymore it's like we're, yeah, yeah we're actually an established uh team in the last right. four years um so i mean i would say in most other situations i'm like wistful um uh and nostalgic for the what the season was um i'd say this time around though i i, I feel like we're actually building up for yeah. a, a really significant playoff run um, in ways that we had never really done in the last three years. There are some things this season that are crazy to think back on. Like, Felipe scored or played a game for us this season. Yeah. And, like, that game in Costa Rica, that our first ever game in that uh, Olympia series, mm-hmm. feels like ages ago. Hey, Bonomo played a minute for us this season, too. Yeah. Just, like, certain little small things that you pick out like that. It's just, like... Jeez, can't even. A bong came back. Yeah, still hasn't still hasn't been given a squad number, but yeah, just things like that. But I think 
yeah, I, I especially when we're in good form like this, I get very excited, not only about the playoffs, I mean, maybe not even so much the playoffs, but just, like, that feeling of, like, getting a good result and seeing the progress every week. Yeah. It, like, builds a sense of, like, incremental progress that I feel like is very satisfying in a way, and it feels like something building towards something, which is ultimately what makes playoffs feel so crushing if it doesn't come to yeah. fruition. But, um, yeah, it, it is really satisfying to kind of see it begin to get uh uh tangible or like manageable and this is usually when we go back to our like our projection sheets and start like going like okay if we go these these kind of results in the final 10 uh games if we like you we're know, here we're here yeah. right started looking up sports club stats again you know because like at the beginning of the season it's just too much it's too much conjecture into the future this it's like much more concrete well i think it's a funny question because i definitely am looking forward or like looking f- forward I'm looking ahead, um, but like I'm definitely not thinking about playoffs though, in any yeah. capacity. Like I'm, I'm just looking straight forward. I think Shields on my mind in a big case. I think that's just kind of the, mm-hmm. the way that this season fell. But I'm not ne- necessarily nostalgic about what passed either. I'm really excited for what's ahead. It's like a weird. It's a really. It's a great question because like there are so many things to really be nostalgic about because you're gonna have you know uh, players like uh, Adams uh-huh. who's gonna be out. Um, yeah, you, you you have somebody like Tim Parker who's not, like not even under a new contract yet. Presum- presumably will be, but but right. but that decision in that play, like, and then the idea of Felipe like 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 ending his tenure at Red Bull, like at the beginning of the season, brings back some some semblance of nostalgia. I mean, and then like also like you look back and like this is like uh, potentially Brad's peak. Yeah, um, Kaku's watch. A, a, like yeah, Kaku was watched, uh, yeah. and and Robles is is the leader of a team where and, and it makes sense for him to be the leader. A lot um, of moving pieces happening at once. It is kind of crazy looking back at how casual i've become about going to see tyler adams every week or it's just like that's not even like you know a a dp player or something it's just having adams and davis in our midfield it it could in five years look crazy looking back like how how do we just casually roll that out every week in 2018 mls i mean you say that but it also kind of feels like an apex point right now already doesn't it to some extent like we're just like we're already have we've already built the squad and we're just going to try to enjoy watching this while they're together it kind of feels like an inverted version of like Henri in a way where like obviously you know Tyler Adams is not as famous or as good as Henri yet but just like the way that I casually was like oh yeah I'm gonna go see Henri play this weekend I was like wait I gotta do that like a lot yeah and like we're just gonna see Henri just like casually pull out a bike as like a 30 something year old and now it's kind of just like a cooler more cutting edge version of that. I mean, look like back in like see. look back in ten years, and you're yeah. like, "Holy shit!" I saw Tyler Adams like yeah. like at at that at that point of, in his career, right. like before he's like fucking captain and of I the national team. I think the emergence of Florian Velo also was very cool to see this year. Oh yeah, really that's true. That that um, yeah, he was, he was taken too soon. The way that you kind of just that the team kind of just like created raw production and talent out of a guy like that was very cool. And I hope it continues next year. I think the timing of the email is really good, too, because very much to me right now, it kind of feels like the senior year or something where you're both like looking back on on like the past couple of years. But you're also looking um, toward this kind of like open perspective, like, I guess. I don't future. know. By senior year, I was kind of just begging for it to be over. Mm. <laughs> I like to hope it was ju- it's junior year. maybe. I don't okay. know. 
Oh, that's yeah. weird. I mean, well, another point to me, like the yearbook signing part, I guess. <laughs> where you are. Almost, like, we're almost there. Yeah, this is like this is like before the yearbooks come in. This is like the three weeks prior. This uh, is the promposal season. I, I would I would say that like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know about that. Um, uh, another thing we haven't talked about either. You know, we we have players like uh, Mario and Taxi, <clears throat> who we've somehow held on to uh especially taxi yeah the fact that we still have him on this team and there's not transfer rumors about around him uh, right now i I just feel like it's so crazy Mm -hmm. because he's such a fundamental part of that defense um and like you know even fucking aaron long like like we we found something out of nothing um and he just became this player and we're holding on to him paying him not even a six-figure salary right now it's just wild that like we've like that all these circumstances have really come together. I mean, both of our center backs right now are under. They're underpaid for yeah. sure. Six figures. Yeah. Damn. All right. A little, a little bit of both. I think is the is the answer. To I think that we just want to commend measure. a very good question. Yeah. Very. It's it's contemplative time on two o two. Um. Cool. Well, it's a big week. I'm pretty hyped now. Um. I, we're all going to be there on Wednesday, right? No one yeah, forgot to get yeah. the ticket, right? Okay. No, we got it. I got if, my uh, ticket in um, uh, the bleachers. Uh, can't <laughs> wait to, uh, to just, hang out with my new supporters just, club. Just shove your head in one of those fake uh, steam pipes and just, just breathe oh. it in. That, that fresh New York City. That's actually where my new supporters group is going to be. <laughs> it's going to be pipe. in the steam pipes. Nice. There's only four yeah. of us. Go get your, your favorite Michael Scott New York slice, a slice of Sparrow. And we'll just like emulate Ted Mosby. Yes. <laughs> to the best we can. Oh, God. They're going to play that clip again, aren't they? on wednesday yeah they're gonna continue to well, play hopefully it. we won't be sitting there for like so long before the match since we'll presumably we can't just we get don't... there as early as we do on weekend games, right right yeah well if you're one of the intrepid 100 or so we're gonna be there fuck it say hi i guess we're, we're gonna be there so we won't be... buy you beers but we will share our no, chicken buckets I ain't, I ain't got that money um but we will but... share fries with you um, yeah. all three of us can't be at the same place at one time what are, what are we doing right now then? Do we have to end it right now then? Oh, I thought Sam yes. was dialing yes. remote. Yes. Yeah, let's just end it. Uh, okay, cool. <laughs> Say hi on Wednesday if you're there. Bye. You know, pressure make diamonds. Only on my wrist, for time. Uh-huh. Please have it, bitches. Uh-huh. Or a car parked in the driveway. Uh-huh. You know, pressure make You know, pressure made diamonds
I see these bitches all naked in my home, dog. You know, pressure made down.